Most Nigerians in this country work in pharmaceuticals, medical building, or some type of medical staffing. Most Ethiopians in this country, if they're not in the medical field, somehow they're connected to a lot of parking lots. If you go into the Southeast Asian Indian people, they have a very strong affiliation in markets, festival fleet type markets, and hotels. If you go into the Vietnamese and the Koreans, they control what was called penny merchants, dry cleaning, restaurants, stopping shops, where you go in and get things done very quickly. The Koreans, we now know, control most of the black hair care product market. If you go into the Japanese who control manufacturing, if you go to the predominant the Jewish people who control distribution, if you go into the European community, it's real estate. You can see a Latin community. They control construction, rolling home building, landscape. So what do we do? I'm asking. Here's what I told you. You know that the majority, the overwhelming majority of African-American people in this country still work in civil service, state, local state, and federal government positions. Phone companies, parts and rec, light company. If you go into government offices, even in DC, any of those buildings of services, we are there. If you go into any downtown area where it deals with municipalities and court systems, we are there. Jailers, clerks. How is it, rather than building enterprise, we still continue to look at our elevation in getting jobs with 401ks and retirements based upon who hires us? Now, this is no incentive to go out and quit your job tomorrow. But it's an observation of the compromise and colonization that we still are under. You built the White House and you are the primary employer of it. Employee. If you go into most government and city services, you are the majority of the employees there. The Spanish are coming very close behind because they can speak both languages. Especially where I'm from in South Texas. This is not a beat up black folk situation. This is an observation when you start talking about the generation and the changes. And the question is, fifth question is, are you a generation of change? That's it. It doesn't have to be anything monumental. I had my day. I'm sure some of the brothers and sisters, I see y'all little hint of great. Y'all may have done y'all marching. Somebody say, did you get out there and march with Black Lives Matter? I said, I had my shot. My nephew was out there. My cousin was out there. It's their turn. But, 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 but I'm just saying, are you down with us? I've always been down with it. I have no choice. I'm initiated into the stuff. <laughs> 
Generation changes, as I said, require sacrifices. Question six, what are you here to make sacrifice to bring change into your life? The second part of the question that I asked, answered for my godson was what they did to you all. That is under the age of probably 33 or maybe close to that uh, 35. Here's how I think. This is my opinion, how they got you. They got you through your music. They took that blue note away from you. They took that, they took a certain Roberta Flack, Donnie Hathaway, they definitely took Marvin Gaye away from it. Song called Still One Run Deep about Four Tops used to make black folks cry. Marvin Gaye's I Want You, 1976, everybody fell in love. Barry White came around with that deep voice and some words. You didn't even have to, man, you have to talk to the sisters tonight. You just say, listen to this paper. <laughs> well, there you go. That's my man, you know what I'm talking about. And all you say was, sounds good. You know, that was a sense of decency. Not that everything was perfect. You've always had issues in black communities going back Jim Crow and Harlem Renaissance. But you were never at the point where you would hurt each other in the way that you hurt each other now. You would downgrade, denigrate your brother and sister not even know who they are through social media. You will break up with your mate through social media by simply changing your status to sing. You don't even have the decency to call somebody up and say, I don't want to be with you. They got you through your music, and they've taken away your ability to cultivate intimacy. You don't even dance with each other anymore on the floor. Girls would be in a group over here, and the guys would be over there. We used to have to work up the best rap line to go over here and ask this sister for a dance. So, you got more information, you got more access, you got diverse relationships. You cannot watch two commercials back to back without some diversity. I'm not against that. I think that is the world. I think that's America's dream. But most of us will agree we don't like things being pushed down our throat, that it must be this way. It simply should be that way, but by nature, it is what it is. But when people are controlling things by the way they have inducted you from the time you came here, through your educational, religious, political, economic and geography systems. The generation of change that we need now in this Aquarian age is simply, we need to know. Columbus did discover America. And I don't have no disrespect for Italian people. And that's what they want to celebrate, they want to celebrate. But if you ever got with someone of Native American descent from the Northeast Corridor, they do not celebrate that day, nor do they do Thanksgiving. Frederick Douglass even wrote a speech, why are you celebrating the 4th of July? What independence did you have in 1776? 
Now we mad at cops for stopping us from buying firecrackers for the 4th of July. He might be doing you a favor. Well, we celebrate our independence. What, from 1776? <laughs> See, a generation is going to change, Bob Seku. It is going to change. And it's going to change because of the laws of nature required, and you will move like she moved. But if your mind stays behind, everything works for the people in charge. The greatest weapon in any war is your strength and your courage to simply say one word, no. You can follow along with some other colorful metaphors. <laughs> a beautiful sister of Indian descent out of the country of India by the name of Arundhati Roy wrote a book called The God of Small Things. She's an activist. She's also very, very involved with uh, the farmers keeping their seeds away from the government so they can grow like they want. But in the book, The God of Small Things, she said, wars will never be stopped until soldiers put down guns because the people that start them never fight. So they have to condition you to follow orders. And they tell you how you're saving lives. And that is a us versus them. Question is, how did it come to that? Now, everybody loves Michael Jordan. Everybody loves all these great athletes. People ask me in the barbershop, hey, bro, what's, what's, what do you think the greatest athlete of all time? I said, Muhammad Ali. Well, he didn't win every fight. And he didn't have to. He won, he won one of the greatest fights for me. What was that? He told the U.S. government, I'm not going to fight you all. Ling Chao Ping, they never called me, nigga. <laughs> I came back from the limit. I can't even go eat where you eat. I got a medal. I can't even go sit where you sit. Now, you want me to go fight some little man in the jungle I don't know? They said, off to jail with you. He said, bring it. That's the generational sacrifice you need to make. I'm not saying go to jail for something. I'm saying get out of jail. Stand up for yourself. When that ain't Maddie Mae come around there with her vibe and talking about she go put you on the prayer list because you ain't been to church, tell her the truth. I'm not going, ain't. Maybe the Lord wants you to go. Lord ain't never told me to go. Lord told me to stay away. He never went to church. Did I just lie? What church Jesus went to? Was he a Christian? Jesus said, going to the new city, you see a man bearing a pitch of water. That's his return. Here. It's that seven books in Revelation. When you can come out of a beginning, Genesis, the process of a beginning to a revelation, to stand up 
as John was on the island of Patmos in the spirit writing this, they say. But it was written way below a long time ago. It's when someone is in the spirit. It said he was in the spirit and he saw this. And now you say it's so. What he's saying to is this is the revealing of you coming into a revelation of self. There'll be ships going throughout the earth that will be in the body and you will take wormwood and wormwood would not even be able to cure you. What does that mean? Because don't no preacher preach that. The ships going throughout the body. The body or the ships in the body. What transport everything in your body? Cells. Wormwood is an earth that deals with parasites. So when you go into your revelation and you all knotted up in your stomach, you go think you're going to take wormwood? No. Those ships, those cells, that DNA activating is you waking up to the Christ energy in yourself. Ain't nobody coming back for us, brother and sister. Ain't nobody going to descend out of no sky like the mothership <laughs> and get you a job and a mate or take your lactose intolerant behind to heaven from your honey. <laughs> it's going to be the work that you do when it returns for you. The generational change you need to make starts with you looking in the mirror and asking the questions that I just presented to you. And then you can be about the business of bringing that new energy of knowledge into this generation. In 1992, when President Clinton became president, he attacked a young lady by the name of Sister Soldier. With the help of another lady named C. Dolores Tucker, they went after hip hop and rap music. NWA, all of us on the scene. I went to go see NWA. I guess my pastor's advice. Them, them boys singing the devil's word. I said, yeah, but that one song about the police makes a lot of sense down here on MLK Boulevard. So we went. My boys were young, they couldn't go. So I tell them the story about it. And I look, I remember the energy of people just, they were feeling it. And then the government shut it down. And East Coast and West Coast start fighting over things that they didn't even own. And they start killing each other. And now, People say hip-hop music does not glorify violence. It doesn't glorify violence. But it's as if you can't make a song that doesn't depict some type of violence in it. That's a long way from the Temptations. That's a long way from Marvin Gaye. Brother, brother, it's far too many of us dying. Mother, mother, mother. What, what happened to that? 